Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Hey, y'all, this episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the easiest way to create a beautiful website, blog, or online store for you and your ideas. Squarespace features an elegant interface, beautiful templates, and incredible 24-7 customer support. So try them out at squarespace.com and enter offer code READ, that's R-E-A-D in case you can't, at checkout to get 10% off Squarespace. Build it beautiful. Also being brought to you today are the great folks over at Ring. If you don't know, Ring is a handy-dandy, newfangled system. It's a video doorbell where you can see and talk to anyone at your door from anywhere in the world using your phone. It even has motion detection built in that alerts you even if someone doesn't ring the doorbell. It's like caller ID for the house. So it's really awesome. It's very, you know, high tech and new. If you're interested, go to ring.com slash the read for $10 off. I promise you it's awesome. So go check it out. Let them know we sent you and let's start the show. All right. We're back for another week. I don't have a song in my heart today. I'm not singing. I don't feel like it. But, you know. Okay. There's always karaoke, Apple Music, Titled. Um, there's, what are the other, Pandora? I don't, there's so many places. Lots of options. Lots of options for you to have. Uh, Brandy's, uh, Brandy's not on Broadway anymore. Whatever. The Wiz Life. Okay. Um, so here we are. Another it, week of the read. Um, I am Garnett. Okay. And I am Misty Copeland. And this is the read. It is. What's up? You know, so many things, so much to talk about, a lot is happening in the world of Earth. So, all right. Let's if start with so. Black Excellence. Black Excellence this week, I want to hand that one over to, I actually might have two, but I'm going to start with um, the, I hate pronouncing people's names wrong, Canna, Canna Mason, Canna Mason family. This is a team of kids, their brothers and sisters, from Nottingham, Mm -hmm. England. And they play all kinds, they play classical music um, with like the violin, piano, cello. I think they were on Britain's Got Talent. Someone actually tagged me in a video of one of the young girls playing the piano. And I thought that she was absolutely like mind-blowing on you know, the levels of a prodigy and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And it just reminded me of when my mom and dad sent me out to piano lessons and I like liked it for six months and I was like, oh, fuck this shit. If you are at that age able to play instruments the way that these kids can, mm. it not only shows passion, but also like, there you can't it's not easy what i'm saying is it it takes like piano for years and i was nowhere near that good for you to be able to play like these kids do like you basically live and breathe this shit it's like some otherworldly stuff yeah and they play together they formed like a a group these brothers and sisters and i thought that they were awesome so you can actually look them up um there's lots of videos of them playing and i think that they're awesome okay shout out to them and um, I did have a second one, but I'm going to save it for next week. All right. We'll do that then. Okay. So this week in... You got to go to work on Myra's feet. 
<laughs> um, so back to back mess. How is this still going on, though? Back to back mess. Oh, I thought you meant. I thought that was a Meek Mill reference. Never mind. Oh uh, no, Meek Mill has seemingly uh, bowed out of the Drake feud and is just happy to still be working with his girlfriend. Who told him that he could delete that song off SoundCloud and it would just be like it never existed? Like nobody would know that he had put it out. Oh, he did that? Yeah. He took it off SoundCloud this morning. Like that was going to take it back. Like I mean, niggas no was going to miss it. But... <laughs> no, ain't nobody like, oh my God, where is that hot ass Meek Mill track? But nigga, you can't just delete shit off the internet. It don't work like that. Nikki, I understand that you're um, attempting to keep Drake alive by staying in this relationship and, and all that's great that's you know super fun um i'm considering uh unfollowing nikki on instagram until she breaks up with considering it. you yeah. still follow nikki minaj on instagram i just really you know i'm trying to pour all the support into nikki as i still can mm-hmm. but bitch See, I was a little too hasty. Not that I'm not a Nicki fan, but like the whole stand thing. Let me just kind of like not so much because I can't with this Meek Mill shit. That nigga is gross. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway. So, uh, Wendy Williams and oh, no. NeNe Leakes <laughs> apparently don't like each other. Two sides of the same burly right, ass. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. right. Sure they don't. So, um, there's been a, like, a lot of rumor going around that's not grammatically, okay. Nene Leaks has apparently been working on a talk show with the same people as Wendy Williams and her production, I guess. They don't see it for one another. (laughs) I think we've talked about them beefing. I'm not sure, but either way, they do. They're the same bitch. I'm imagining a beef between Wendy Williams and Nene being kind of like... Like when the Zords on Power Rangers would yes. come together. Yes! I used to fight, love those. Like, another really big. Yes! Adventure. Oh my God, them shitty ass graphics and shit would just randomly blow up in like the field. They're remaking, they're doing a new Power Rangers movie. Is it gonna be like high tech and modern though? Cause I kinda wanna see the cheesy bullshit 90s. I read it's supposed to be mature but still playful. Okay, alright, I might look at it then. And it's with, gonna be with the original gang, Trini, Zach. I hope no Zach way, all they old asses? No, not them. Oh. I mean, somebody's playing those characters. Oh. Girl, what? <laughs> First of all, the girl who played Trini died. Oh. And then Zach, Lord only knows. <laughs> I think Tommy does, like, UFC or some shit. Oh, okay. Of course. I don't know what the hell Amy Jo Johnson one is other. doing. All right. Well, maybe they could do a cameo. Okay, I'll look at that. Yeah. Oh, Amy Jo, you got to do a cameo, bitch. Look, you love her. <laughs> who didn't love you? No, a lot of people didn't like you. Really. No, she was annoying. Yeah, she was as annoying. As fuck. <laughs> Sonic! Like, girl, you have a super suit Black too, bitch. Stand up for yourself. Bitch, Mighty Morphin has your own ass. You are a pterodactyl. Fly above, bitch. What is your problem? Was Tommy the White Ranger, though? He like, used to be green he and then green, he was the white. Yeah. I oh, remember. Look at you. No, my nigga, because when the White Ranger was unveiled, that was a moment in it like really pop culture. And, like we could Saber not. Tiger. We was just like, so who the fuck is the White Ranger? Me and my brother was serious yeah. about that show. So that was like my first mystery. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mine was who shot Mr. Burns. And it was fine. As, <laughs> it was fine as Tommy. <laughs> it was, anyway, oh, Tommy. um, so 
Yeah. Rumor has it that why do we do? Okay. Who are these bitches? Wendy Williams and Nene. Oh god. Rumor has it that Wendy found out that Nene was working on a talk show with um her producers, and she basically told them either her or me. Why would her producers even reach out to Nene without her knowing? No, Wendy's show is very uh, successful, right. so they probably figured that they could do the same thing with Nene. But somebody must not have been. So doing nobody their Googled. <laughs> Do your Googles. If you would do your Googles, though, girl, you would see Nene and Wendy don't like one another. So how the fuck they going to work for the same company? But, you know, rumor. Who knows? But it sounds like... Trash. Like, garbage. Either way, speaking of Nene not having a job, she's <laughs> no longer on Real Housewives of Atlanta. She thought she was too good. Yeah, she was, you know, going for new things. But I heard that she's doing like a... Like a game show or something? Are That's you cool. fucking kidding? Who is her manager? No, like she's gonna be like a like one of like one of like a judge or something. She's got some shit lined up. Nene will um, be what? She'll be okay. Like okay. regardless, I think she'll be all, all right. Even though I feel like she is physically and spiritually a lot like a stick of dynamite uh-huh. uh, or like the big kind. You remember like the time like with the with the clock on it, like a yeah, cluster of dynamite. <laughs> The Joker and shit used to. Yes. That's like that's meaning. Okay, in the flesh. Tankworth. Um, but Sheree Whitfield is apparently coming back to the cast of Real Housewives. Wow, there's a name from wow. the goddamn grave. <laughs> what happened to Chateau Sheree? Yama walked out the side of it and said, "Girl." <laughs> Do you remember when she was on Beloved. the Yama? No. <gasps> Sheree was on the Yama. Yes, you didn't know oh, that. Oh, I'm going. I'm fine. They it. went to the house. <laughs> no, they didn't. What house? They went to the... The lot? <laughs> they went to the clearing? They went to the area? It was like, you know... It was better than the time that Funky Dineva and, and all them were outside <laughs> the front of it. And it looked like... <laughs> Looks like what's in a wonder ball. But now, you know, whatever. At the time, it was clearly still not finished. Uh But, you know, she was like, you know, I'm proud of it. And I think that one day it'll be great. And was like, this represents, beloved. It represents the fact that uh, your man don't want you or some shit, whatever. Right. It was hilarious. This Um, signifies the apartment you moving back into in the next 30 days. Hello. Bless it. Um... But yeah, she's going to be on the the cast now. They shot a scene somewhere with um, the other ladies. Candy's here. Kenya's here. Cynthia's here. Portia still works for whatever reason, I guess. Congrats, girl. Don't know how you've made it this Portia far. is really one dumb motherfucker. I don't like to call people. I mean, I do like to call people dumb. But Portia it. is. No, she is like. Yeah, she's real. dumb. Yeah, like, she's dumb. No, like something's wrong. Yeah. Like somebody run them test scores back because that bitch is not all the way there. But she's like pretty. To some people. <laughs> Why is that all that matters? Like, literally, you can Can be... we just pause there? I know that we do this every time during every topic. But I just want to really quickly talk about all you motherfuckers. <laughs> like, but she's pretty, though. So... Bitch, and... <laughs> The bitch can't put a whole sentence together. You probably just as fine as somebody, girl. Who cares? Like, that's really what you, like, right. base your standing off of is, like... Looks and money? <laughs> yes, that is really they it. They don't have to do anything else? That is how Kim Kardashian has fans. Because what the fuck else does she represent? I didn't want to go for her again, but you know that that's the, I mean, you know, jobless she is their woman prototype. Queen. Yeah. <laughs> she is their fucking blueprint. What? <laughs> that's what I should have saying. You are the prototype. <laughs> but yeah, next you know. Time. Next time. Portia is like around the way. Southern girl pretty. And um, 
She's you know? not that she's not. And I heard that she's like a full wife again. Like she's got a full peach and everything now. Oh, and she oh she got upgraded. Yeah, she got upgraded. Honestly, with Nene gone and Sheree's messy ass back, I really might look at and Marlo. <laughs> oh God. And Marlo. Marlo for real? Mm-hmm. She oh, was there Jesus too. God. And they said Sheree got into it with Kenya and Marlo. I think Marlo and maybe Marlo gonna get into Portia it. got into it with Cynthia's husband. I don't know. We'll see when it comes out probably. Oh, see, Peter the is fall. the absolute. <laughs> see, okay. Yeah, so she's a lot. Peter's bitch ass. Marlo talking about God helped her get her money up. Sheree in this house that never was. <laughs> You don't know what God's plan was for Marlo. (laughs) I met Marlo and she was very, very sweet. And that may be. But when Candy asked her how she got her money game up, she said, God. (laughs) (laughs) I met Marlo at like a real fundraiser that she was doing for young girls. And it was like not a housewife thing. And she was very sweet. It was very classy and nicely put together. This was before she was on Housewives at all yeah okay and i was like oh she's so nice and then she went on there she was like nini so you're just gonna walk <laughs> bitch i will drag you out i love marlo personally yeah no i'm gonna look at it she reminds me of jackie yo i don't know why i'm gonna look at it I'm... not onassis like no I, nick, the one that stole okay now listen i know i don't always be knowing all the hood references but i know who the fuck no, I mean, you know is. someone at home it's okay. The white people listen to this show. They were like, she reminds you of Jackie. O'Nassis. You right. You right about that. No, she reminds me of pussy Jackie o <laughs> from Po' Boy. Po' Boy? White people still think Jay-Z said eat the cake anime. Like Japanese animation anime. White people really think that. Wait. They don't know who anime is. God damn. <laughs> And I guarantee it's at least three white people listening right now going, wait, that's not it? Like, they are puzzled. That's her. Eat. Whatever. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, did we talk about. Speaking of poor black decisions. Actually. <laughs> no, I'm going to save that one. Um, so there was this story that BT and Cut was coming back. You know, I paid that shit. Tax. 100%. <laughs> I paid it. Like, that's nice. Woo! Because, okay. Did not give one fuck about that one at all. But people, like, they had, like, little promo of, like, people talking about it, and everyone was excited to see G strings (laughs) and stuff again. And in my mind, I'm like, first of all, who's still shooting uncut videos? And. What it would even what would even be the point for a BT uncut now when you have like World Star Uncut of and course. My Vidster and what a porn hub. You can get Red anything. Tube. You can get stuff way nastier than what's on even uncut. Just on Tumblr. And right. That's the thing. Like it's a porn is everywhere now. You don't even have to look for dicks to find dicks and ass and vagina and anything. It happens else. by accident. Right. You just Casually be on Instagram and all of a sudden somebody's porn is right there on Vine. It just, it's fucking everywhere, girl. Nobody needs to tune into BET weeknights at 11 to see pornographic content anymore. But, you know. Well, the joke's on you if you did. Ha ha. Because apparently this was all a big prank in promotion for BET's punked. That's right. (laughs) Punked. This is C. Punked from MTV is coming back for BET. And this whole thing was 
uh, you being punked <coughs> by them. It, yes. I mean, How late? I thought it was cute. Are you fucking serious? As long as... But see, this is the thing. I think that that's like a cute idea to get promo for your new show, but not if your new show is fucking punked. Like... I understand what you're doing here, but who is going to tune in to BET to look at punk? Like, that doesn't make sense. But kind of like the whole, oh, it's it's this new uncut and it's sexy and it's blah, 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 and then turn in and it's whatever. I thought it was clever. I, th- I didn't think it was that bad. Don't look at me. Okay, you're judging. Like... Do you remember when MTV tried to revive punk till we didn't give a shit? Yeah. Oh, wait, they're bringing it back... Wait, they're doing it all over again? Like, filming new episodes? BET is doing punk. Oh, bitch. I thought they had, like, borrowed punk from the Viacom head Psyched offices. Psyched your mind twice, oh, didn't they? Oh, my God. No, BET, no. God damn BET it. is reviving punk. Oh, girl. Girl. Did girl. you think that I really wanted to watch you all pull pranks on fucking Jaleesa Hernandez and Fetty Wap? I thought it was like a one-time Lento. joke thing. No. Oh they're bringing God, back the whole show. Like, we're... Never mind. I don't even... I'm not See? even doing this again. No, but see, but this anyway, is what... I tried to give BET something. I, to. I tried mm, to... You did. I, you tried. You tried. God damn it. And you failed. I tried, though. Like, you niggas couldn't just... Speaking of punked, Dwayne Wade posted a photo of himself in um, uh, some very fancy clothes for Esquire. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you've seen this photo. You watch sports. Um, yes, I also follow The Rock on Instagram and everything else. So, so Dwayne Wade. Um, oh, wait, Dwayne Wade. Sorry, I thought you said Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> Wade and Johnson don't sound. Listen, maybe I was just thinking. Maybe I heard Dwayne and wanted to hear Johnson. I would have too. Because I've seen that picture of Dwayne Wade and it's a goddamn mess. He looks like Darkwing Duck. Okay. <laughs> he dead ass looks like Hammer though. Like, he looks like all them early 90s, that terrible fashion. Them niggas, it was like a lot of loud open suits back then. Oh God, it was a bad. He should have just. It was a bad moment. Bleached his hair and made it like an homage to Dennis. Who was it for though? Like, was this promotion do for it for the rod, man? No, okay, all right. So I'm not doing that with you right now. But like, was this not part of an endorsement or? No, he's going to be an esquire, and this is, I guess, one of the photos from the shoot. Uh-uh. I think that he knows that this photo looks like ridiculous, and he was like, "I'm just going to put this shit out and make fun of myself before." Had to, else had to. It was like, if you don't know fashion, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> I think he was kidding because he knows that he looks like this. He looks like a like a like an ambiguous, <laughs> sexually ambiguous, like anti-hero. He looks like he's trying to be different, though. Like how a lot of athletes over the years have been kind of out there and out of the box and crazy fashion or personality or whatever, and that just comes naturally to them, like Rodman. But this just looks like, oh well, you know, do your very best to make niggas talk about me on the internet. It doesn't look like something he would actually wear or something he would even consider fashionable just some shit you let happen to you he looked like ruby rod or like you know like he would be hosting who is even i'm gonna google that and if that's a porn star name no ruby rod road ruby road oh all right i'm just saying it looks like he hosts talk shows on the fifth element well he didn't have to do that to himself but his name is also misspelled so 
It's only so much. Alicia Keys says that she used to dress like a tomboy only because she was trying to fend off attention from men. Girl. <laughs> so, what about the pussy eating, though? Was that just... All right. She said, I started to notice a drastic difference in how men would relate to me if I had on jeans or if I had on a skirt or if my hair was done pretty. I could tell the difference and I could feel the animalistic. I could feel the animal (laughs) instinct in them and it scared me. I didn't want to be talked to in that way, looked at in that way, whistled whistled after or followed. So I chose the baggy jeans and Tim's ponytail and hat and I chose no makeup. Or pretty dresses. And then she says that because of that, people used to think that she was... Actually, I should quote it. No, she says, people started calling me gay and hard, and I wasn't gay, but I was hard. And although I felt comfortable there, it made me uncomfortable that people were judging me. And so slowly I hid that side of myself. And then she talks about how she would wear, wear, I guess, a perm and um, flower dresses and things to show more of the real her. She's destroying that teenage lesbian in me who was, like, in love with her. I was in love with her. And she's just shitting all over that. First of all. You mean to tell me the straight backs were a lie? First of all, Alicia, when were you a tomboy? When? Please. When? Fem aggressive at best maximum don't do that no further than that and the thing about it is i think that no i actually do um i said this on twitter i know women who do choose to wear baggier clothes or Mm -hmm. dress tomboyish because they feel like you know if they wear something frilly or short or tight that guys will treat them a certain type of way and it's true yeah like the way that i see men even just look at girls on the street sometimes, I guess I could understand it because it only takes the wrong group or wrong guy on the right. wrong day to, you know, just be that type. Of, I get it. But I don't know any of them that wear like sequin blazers and like bell bottoms and like corsets made of like sneakers <laughs> like it was just, you just so lesbian very, like it wasn't like just a bunch of sweatpants and and like sweatshirts and shit like that it was like it wasn't you looked ooh, like on one the of TLC the TLC tip that's not what you were giving you looked like one of the people though girl you looked like <laughs> ooh get on this tip <laughs> Yes, you looked like you took your ass uptown and was like looking for all the girls. And the music played then. It was great. I don't understand why you're saying this like something was wrong with that because everything about you was dope as fuck back then. Everybody thought you was fine. Everybody, because the niggas still thought you was fine even during this so-called tomboy phase. Everybody just, your music was fucking everything. Them first two albums, nobody can touch. Like, your voice was good back then. I don't understand why you're talking about it like them days was bad. Bring that shit back. Girl, goddamn. I think that the whole thing was packaged as a message to women um, uh, to embrace who you are and not be afraid to hide who you are and that sort of thing. And in that light, I respect it and say shout out, you know, to the message. But girl, I mean, I, guess- I can't think of a day that Alicia Keys was a tomboy. I can't think of days that Alicia Keys was a top. Yeah. 
Or seemed to be. Your sexuality can be whatever you say it is. If she says she's straight, then okay, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not one to tell her that she ain't. I'm just saying everything about you (laughs) said stud to me and as well (laughs) for a long time. The whole vibe was just stud as fuck. So, Love and Hip Hop Hollywood is coming back on September something. Normally, I wouldn't give a shit. Actually, I kind of planned on on watching some of Hollywood because, I mean, they're all tragic, but it's niggas on Hollywood that I actually know. Right, have <laughs> but, you, are you not watching Atlanta? I know. No, I, I actually have. I watched um, the last few bit, uh, last few episodes. I don't think I saw the last episode, it's but I watched more so than bad. I would have normally. It is. It's just wretched. It's so bad. It's pretty bad. But you know what? Jocelyn is up here just popping off like she is fucking Beyonce. This bitch be opening her mouth and talking like she is Taylor Swift. I'm going to get there. Let's talk about Hollywood, though, because these Atlanta bitches are about to phase out in a moment. Oh, right. Hollywood. Hollywood's coming back. And with it, they're bringing... This is Ray J. They're bringing Ray J. They're bringing Tierra Marie, who apparently just got arrested for attacking an Uber driver, which is so Tierra Marie to me, and I love it. Um, you would... Also, Soldier Boy is coming back with Liz Riley, and there's um, who else? Uh, Lil Fizz, Omarion, uh, their respective baby mamas, and I can't name anybody else. That's all the names I know. The rest is just hoes. The most interesting thing about this season, apparently, is that two of the new cast members are a gay couple. A gay male couple. Oh, God damn. Why? Um, they are both apparently rappers, I think, uh, that also produce, or maybe one of them produces and, and writes and whatever. No way. Um, by the names of Milan Christopher and uh, Miles, who goes by Sir Brock. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So I'm Googling them, but they don't look familiar to me. Have they worked with somebody? No, I think that, you know... Love and Hip Hop is definitely capitalizing off of the uh, story there, you know. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, in all honesty, not that I can count on Love and Hip Hop to be responsible with this type of story because I know I can't. But it could be interesting if it's not 1,000% fake. Um, But, you know, I perused the Instagrams here. Of course, and they look very... They're a cute couple. (sighs) Milan Christopher is you very very attractive he and is. naked he a lot, is. yeah, a lot, and naked that is a, a big ass. That is oh, a it's a very look ample Sir Brock barrier. Go for it. <laughs> Although My you never God. know, Sir Brock could be out here getting climbed, and you. Know, I mean, it's just it's a new because with day. these boys, it look it looks like you know you just never. Know. Milan Christopher doesn't look like he's a stranger to climbing them backs. <laughs> no, he so. looks like he's not new to this. <laughs> But anyway, um, yeah, so they're going to be on the next season. Apparently, um, the lighter-skinned one is uh, dating a girl still, and Mm. it was raised very Christian, and so, oh, I'm gay, but hip-hop. Dun-dun-dun. But what Um, do that have to do with Christianity? (laughs) What the hell? I mean, like, he was raised... No, I'm thinking about, like, niggas and they logic, because... What, girl, if you have an issue with being gay, then... Ah, oh, but never mind. So... Are you going to watch this? 
I'm not going to lie to you. I'm definitely going to give it a shot. And I think that, well, I was going to watch it anyway just because Tia Marie is hilarious. Mm-hmm. But then I thought, mm, then I'd have to see Hazel Lee again. I really oh, God, with the that. nose, the makeup, that um, one. Oh, shit, she is rough. But, you know, this might be like Noah's Ark. It's not going to be like Noah's Ark. It's not going to be um, like Noah's Ark. That was, Noah's Ark was like groundbreaking and shit in its time. Oh this is gosh. going to be I to sneak to watch. <laughs> a, I feel like a, some black people, some gay black people are going to be like instantly pissed. I'm not going to watch it like, I'm not going to watch it with Twitter because I just really am not he, I'm not going to have the patience or the time yeah. or energy for the homophobia. I I just, but at the same time, I'm not going. Jesus. Here's the thing. So. I'm sorry. I'm all over the Instagram and these penises are giant. Like, mm-hmm. good God. The dark one is so fun. Ain't it? Jesus. God have it. How is this even? And it's just, his whole Instagram is just niggas in panties. On the beach. Like, Damn. <laughs> how is this even? Okay. Cut, let me cut this but off. But they're cute. Yeah. Um, they they, this, is a, this is a cute couple and going to be a very messy storyline. It's going to be a hot mess. It's going to be garbage. Milan Christopher, the same one. Milan, he says what is that, it with gays and fucking foreign cities? And ha- fashion houses. <laughs> and stuff. Maybe Milan's his name. You know, it's you know. not his goddamn name. Um, it could be his. He's a rapper. It might be a stage name. Either way. Anyway. Um, he says that uh, the other guys on the show have refused to tape with him. And it's because he's gay. And um, mm. <laughs> oh, obviously. <laughs> but I don't think anybody on that cast has room to talk about you. Obviously. Just let me get there. <laughs> <sighs> obviously, the niggas are trying to act like they don't know what they, you know. Oh, what TMZ caught up with Omarion, right? Oh, Lord. And they said something to him about it. And he was like, who? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're... And they're like, the the queen that's on the show with you this next season. The girl that everyone's talking about in the press releases with your name on it, Omarion. That one. And he was like, oh, I don't know. But they better keep that shit as far away from my storyline as possible. So you're basically saying that you don't want to film with the gay one. Which is so he's correct. (laughs) Dumbass. So you're confirming what he just told us. And then he tried to cover it up talking about, oh, well, maybe he's trying to make his bread. And if he's cool, you know, And, and it's obvious that. They they got to do something for ratings and they got to do, you know, something to get the people watching. Hmm, you mean like reunite B2K for, for the 2014 Woo! and beyond? Tell it. Bitch, there's a thing about this, all right? And I was going to leave her alone. No, do it. Because I understand that, you know, on all that whole entire era where Chris Stokes had them all going bump, 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 that's probably been an issue. And, you know, Ras B came forward talking about how everybody was sucking dicks and yep, shit. Yep. And so I'm sure you just feel away, bitch. But that ain't got nothing to do with nobody. And the issue here, please, cast of Love and Hip Hop, New York, Atlanta, Hollywood, fucking... Mexico City, <laughs> Vegas, Puerto Rico, Holland, Sydney, Atlantis, Bikini Bottom, okay. Beach City, all you bitches on Love and Hip Hop. Understand this. 
Nobody is rooting for you, bitches. Not a single one of the people who are tuning into this show are watching it because we want to see you girls win. Everybody is watching this show because we are laughing at you girls. We are laughing at you girls. We're making memes because it is hilarious to us that Omarion and Little Fizz and fucking Brandy's brother and Soldier Boy are on here with strippers and baby mamas arguing and throwing drinks at each other all over the city of Los Angeles. You girls are jokes. We are laughing at you. So don't for a second think that you can gag the next queens or whoever the fuck oh these games they better keep stay uh, far away from my storyline like we ain't gonna be laughing at your ass any fucking way Monice little fizz's baby mama feels like I didn't care look apparently she said something about the light skin one being on the down low and so he hopped on (laughs) like these days are gay for real (laughs) he hopped on Instagram (laughs) and posted a whole like screenshot from the notes section of his phone and was like Manny let me tell you this bitch Ain't nobody DL. Everybody knows how I flow. Even the girl who I'm dating with. So, bitch, take care of your kids. I'm not the one to fuck with. Like, <laughs> I know he that's right. gathered her ass. Uh-huh. And then she came back talking about, oh, you just need some cock. And clearly nobody fucked you this oh, morning. Girl. This whole thing. Sweetheart, you fucked rich dollars. <laughs> and you're going on national TV to talk about it. You're on the same show as these bitches that you're judging right now. So while you talking about their, oh, they're going to get theirs. Mm -hmm. Blessed belief. That's why I don't even understand why people still want to be a part of this franchise. Because you know the people are going to laugh at you. Like, Mm -hmm. that's the whole reason that everybody watches it. So that's fine. But don't think for a second that we ain't gonna go off on you because right. you still fuck rich dollars you still don't have custody of your child and your nuts so like you're gonna get yours too mm-hmm. the same way they are the same way Ray J is the same way Omarion is all of you girls so B2K and beyond I don't know what the fuck <laughs> it is that you thought was about to happen on this show but all you girls are gonna get laughed at so you might as well square up and brace yourself how did either one of them bitches fix their face to talk about somebody else doing stunts and shows and pulling tricks and being stupid just to oh, be on Marianne, TV. Girl, you need to thank God that Janae Haiko's daughter is your goddamn it. niece say and it. that she agreed to talk about booties being ate like groceries on that song that's now a hit for you, girl. Right. Because the only reason people ever talk about it is because of that feature. Yep. So count your good goddamn blessings, girl, because I ain't heard a second single yet while you talking about your storyline. Maybe you should collab. I don't understand you bitches looking down on somebody who worked the <laughs> same goddamn place you, you all work. on the same show jocelyn trying to talk about somebody's a porn star like we haven't seen her inner and outer fucking jocelyn lane. calling somebody else bitch, local. are you dumb <laughs> bitch how you calling somebody else local you on the same show you're all jokes ain't no stamps in your passport off this music shit bitch you can stop stop it so all right that is um <laughs> look at you that is this week and if you ever call me Big Mama again, you will get a Big Mama beat down. All right. All right. Let's take a break. Genitalia! I know that better be you ringing my doorbell and you better have my sandwiches and my greens and my ham hocks. Has this ever happened to you? Has Genitalia showed up at the house and not brought what you told her ass to bring? Well, now with Ring Video Doorbell, you can see and talk to that ass anywhere, anytime using your smartphone. That's right, anywhere across the world. Genitalia, take your ass back home and bring the snacks. You're not coming out here without them. That's right, with Ring's advanced motion detection, it alerts you 
even if genitalia doesn't ring the damn bell. It's like having caller ID for your home. And living in New York City, you just cannot be too careful. Installing Ring takes just minutes, and it works with either your current wiring or a built-in rechargeable battery. So you can put your mind at ease and protect your home with the video doorbell that Time Magazine named one of the top 10 gadgets of 2014. I know that being able to see who's at my door before I even bother to get up off my couch would be a huge help. So you can get $10 off the Ring video doorbell right now. All you have to do is go to ring.com slash the read. That's R-I-N-G dot com slash the read and get $10 off the Ring video doorbell. You're always at home with Ring. And now let's get back to the show. Genitalia! Okay. All right. Damn. Oh, my God. So we're back and it's time for listener letters. Yes, it is. Um, send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com and let's see. <clears throat> let's start this week with a letter from J Bay. And J <laughs> I don't I don't know why. Sure. And J Bay said I have a friend who was once my best friend and we fell out because she lies about everything that comes out of her mouth. That's a good reason to fall out. It is. I know that everyone tells little white lies, and those don't bother me. But when you start lying about things that are serious and making up things about people, I want no parts of it. And I exit stage left. This girl lied about her grandmother having a stroke, about an ex hitting her, and so much other shit that I just cannot deal with. My I'm friends came and shit. Why are you? Okay. I didn't finish it, so it doesn't count. No, you did, though. I didn't. Came and shit. Who, who is that? But where is the ambiguity? Exactly. All right. All right. No one knows what I'm talking about. Okay. Unfortunately, since we work together, I can't just completely cut her off. Um, so since the discovery of her lies and me confronting her about it, I only speak to her to be polite and keep our workplace peaceful. Recently, I found out that she's told her family and a mutual friend that the reason we aren't cool is because I'm jealous of her and making me seem like I'm a spiteful bitch. This girl has lost all of her friends because of her lies, but wants to put her bullshit on me. And I really want to tell her about herself and maybe contact a mental institution to come collect her ass so that she can get some real help. But because we work together, I don't know how to approach the situation in a professional manner. I'd like to know what you guys think I should do. Thanks. Hmm. It's hard enough to like. Mm, well, I don't know. What do you think, Kifiri? I'm not in a position to discuss lies. <laughs> why not? You ain't never had a friend who lied. Oh, that's why I'm not talking about it. But <laughs> <laughs> it still hurts. I don't need to be breathing fire today. Oh God. Okay. But I mean, if you have a perspective, then you just do. Listen, I don't understand unnecessary. I just there are people. Mm, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you trying so hard not to just say it. <laughs> Fuck that bitch is honestly what I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have to have any interaction with her at work, um, outside of work, then just don't. Like, there's something about that type of person that is very dangerous. I think. Yeah. Um, people who will just because my mom and dad when I was a kid, my parents used to always say, "If you lie, you'll steal, and if you steal, you'll kill." <laughs> Jesus, that's a leap. <laughs> they, they used to always tell me that. And so, oh, shit. Um, well, that ain't far. Uh, but I do feel like there's, there. it says a lot if you are willing to just out of nowhere just tell these craziest lies about people. And when it comes, or when it's directed towards me or somebody that I care about, or, mm-hmm. 
you know, I just, I can't deal with that. So in an effort to not beat your ass or, you know, get into it with you, I will just remove myself from everything and anything that has to do with you. It's all, but like, it's already so hard. Like if you're best friends with somebody and then y'all fall out, like that's already a shitty situation to have to deal with. No, maybe it's hard for, I don't care. Mm. What you mean hard for the liar? (laughs) No, I'm saying maybe it's hard for other people. I've never had to just be like, fuck it. I ain't like your best friend. Yeah, I mean, like I would, I would feel a way if me and my best friend fell out. Now that don't mean it wasn't justified. If she's sitting here lying about like her grandma having a stroke, that's some shit where I'm just like, okay, girl, I don't even get you. Like, who does that? Yeah, who? I don't understand that at all either. And those would be little things that would just, I feel like if anything, tear away at the fabric of our friendship. See, that would just be like a clue to me. Like, I don't know if I need to be all up in your life. I don't think me and you need to be that damn close. Little things like that would just uh, eventually lead to me being like, "Mm." but keeping the peace at work is a whole nother thing. Cause like everybody involved, like we all here because we trying to make money, right? Like we all here because we need to fucking pay our bills. So you want to be able to, Keep your cool and keep your shit together. But if there's a bitch on the job. And if you can't come to this motherfucker and do your fucking work like a grown up and keep outside bullshit outside, then you don't need to be working here. That's true. Don't pull no damn IK and come up to work and punch Gino's ass in the goddamn job because you mad over $600. Now, see that? (laughs) (laughs) I knew your ass was going to say that. Anyway, I knew you was going to say that. Like I've said my piece. You just I think it's important to to keep it as cute as fucking possible in the workplace. Like always remember this girl fighting her is going to feel really good maybe. Like especially if she's talking, she's going around telling your family that you jealous and you this and that and all this. Like girl, I understand beating her ass would feel tremendous, but can you afford to not work? Can you afford to be out? For the next two or three months while you look for another job, like you got enough savings to take care of your rent and bills and shit, you're going to have gas in your car. Like beating a bitch ass may feel satisfying, but it's not always worth it. You got to take the risk into consideration. You know what? Um, Take up like kickboxing or find something (laughs) to put that energy into. I found because there are so many like every day I want to beat somebody's ass all the time. You do every day. But. You know, at the same time, I also have, like, things. Yeah, like freedom. That's the thing you have. <laughs> to lose, right. right. something you don't so, want to give up. I have to, like, swallow my pride daily and just be like, mm, can't go to jail. I have bills and, you know, things I would like to accomplish. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that one of you hoes won't get it. <laughs> you just have to rise this above. This just isn't the hoe. I think that should get it. Just tell that bitch to beat it. Okay. Our next question comes from... Avatar Ang, I don't know. Uh, I figured that was something you would get. That's a great cartoon. You should watch Avatar one day. Beyonce's the no, is that the, the movie? Avatar. The movie Avatar? Oh no. Okay. Oh oh, the other the um the cartoon. Yeah yeah yeah. Right. The movie Avatar is one of the worst films that has ever been created. I'm not. I've never. I am heard. not at all exaggerating here. Okay. The Last Airbender is one of the worst. Not even just film adaptations, but one of the worst <laughs> movies. It is unforgivable. Yes. And the fact that M. Night Shyamalan, or whatever her name is, feels like... Oh, M. Night Shyamalan in the dead movie? Destroyed oh, it. I and see. all of the excuses, he should be ashamed of himself. <laughs> that movie was trash. Okay. 
I'm gonna take your word for it. I've never seen it. The cartoon's it. great. I don't know whole entire thing on DVD if you're ever interested. Okay. Well, um, and the legend of Korra. That person, Avatar Ang, says, "My best friend and I have been friends for 13 years, and we are very protective of each other." He has been with his ex off and on for the better part of the last eight years, but something just wasn't right for me, and I never did trust him. I trust him about as much as Kifuri trusts Taylor Swift. However, I have accepted him as someone who will be in my life. This person has stepped out on my best friend's best friend numerous times and has brought back various STDs, and unfortunately, this motherfucker has now brought back something incurable and passed it along to my friend. I'm ready to break some kneecaps, but my friend has stood by him faithfully and is always trying to convince me to leave the situation alone. I don't understand why he's so blindly committed and it hurts to watch my friend be so hurt time after time. How do I convince my friend to drop his trifling bitch ass ex and move on with his life? Woo, my God. But you know something? This is a letter that we get all the time. Kind of, in one way or another. And it's just, be. I mean, well, the answer is what an answer that I've given a million times. And that is that there's really nothing that you can do about it. If your friend is <clears throat> dead set on staying with this horrible, horrible ass nigga, then there's not really much. But that as you can a friend say. having to having to deal with like your best friend, like somebody's coming to you over and over with the same shit from the same nigga off and on for eight years. And you didn't seen like you as a friend, you've counseled your friend like through the bullshit because that's what friends do. You know, when you're going through it with your nigga, they there for you. But bruh, at this point, he done brought you back something you can't even get rid of, and you still running around behind this dumbass nigga That's and trying saying. to get me to There's be okay with it. Nothing that you can do about it, like at all. All you can't, unless you want to go and run the nigga over with your car or something. Okay. There's nothing that you right. can say. He's just going to have to get to a place one day where he realizes that I deserve better than this, or I'm not going to put up with this shit anymore. He has to make the decision to leave on his own, and all you can do is try. And get him to see that. But if he wants you to leave it alone, you got to leave it alone. It's not your relationship. And I understand that it blows because it's your friend and, you know, you want the best for them and you want them to be happy. But he's got to want it, too. And then he clearly doesn't. You can't do anything about it. So you just have to. Would you. So then what would you do? Would you continue to be that person's friend? Like, would you still just be like, all right, well. I guess me and you is just us down forever through the bullshit, through all eternity. Well, it depends on you. At what point do you say that's enough? Like, I'm tired of dealing with this dumb shit. I think that it depends on what you want to do. Like, maybe you're like, listen, I love you and I'll continue to be friends with you. Don't talk to me about this nigga. Don't say anything to me about this nigga. As far as I'm concerned, that bitch is dead. Don't say any Like, treat me as if he doesn't exist. As my friend, that's what I'm asking because it bothers me so much to see you have to go through this that and you're okay with it but like if it doesn't bother you that's why the thing but it severely bothers me and so if you're gonna stay in the situation fine but please respect the fact that it does bother me and the fact that i just don't want to even acknowledge his existence if it sounds to me like your friend's self-esteem is really fucking low maybe but you can't what are you gonna do right i mean mean? no you can't force somebody into being like, okay, well, I'm not putting up with this shit no more. But when you are, like, that deep in somebody, like, y'all been best friends for 13 years or whatever, like, it's hard to watch somebody you really care about just kind of go off down mm-hmm. this shitty-ass path, like, just fo- chasing after the same fuck nigga who ain't brought you nothing but pain over and over again. But, yeah, I mean, you can't you can't make nobody do nothing. But at the same time, I don't think you also have to sit there and just be like, well, 
you know, he's asking you to just kind of get over it and take it. And I don't think you have to do that either. I think it's it's definitely a right. case where you can be like, OK, well, you could choose to run after this fool all you want to, despite the fact that he keeps dropping these gifts off at your door that you can't get rid of. If that's what you choose to do, then so be it. But I just don't. Like, Spencer I ruins Heidi and Lauren's relationship. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Spencer and Heidi and Lauren, the fuck? Bitch, don't act like The Hills wasn't a fucking national treasure. Do you think I ever saw one episode of The Hills? No, but it was good. Okay, well, maybe that is true, but I have never seen that and never would. That It shit was looked, like... <laughs> it looked like a bunch of privileged-ass white people who spent all day getting high and having surgery. It was literally... Mm, yeah, it was literally that. But it was just good. I don't know what was it. What was it about the hills? Because it was, you know, I don't think that I could watch the hills now because, like, with this whole entire movement that we're going through now and like this surge, the privilege would just be like, yeah, it would be way too much for me to bear. But at the time, it was just like, look at these pretty ass rich bitches arguing about nothing. It was just cute and trendy Mm. and fun. And I still would watch the hills just because. But then I know one of them. No, I know one of them is named Lauren and she works at Vogue or she used to. Or maybe she had an internship Like Teen Vogue. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, something Something like like that. that. Yeah, and then she left the show and then it turned into something. I don't be up on white culture a lot. The Jenner's brother was on it. Oh, Brody. Brody was on the fucking Brody's fine ass. That was actually a huge inspiration for me to watch it, too. Brody's fine ass. Now, listen, Brody Jenner, I have always known to be one fine mother. Did you see him at the ESPYs? Goddamn. That man is beautiful. He looks so good. There are like few. How does that white boy do that? Gotta be less than a handful of motherfucking uh, white kings out here. (laughs) White king! (laughs) (laughs) He is fine as Um, hell. But yeah. Oh, so yeah, with your friend though. Yeah, listen. I feel like, again, if you really want to salvage the relationship, (laughs) the best that you can probably do is just tell your friend, I'm always going to be here for you and I'm going to always want the best for you. But it pains me to see you keep going down this road. And so please don't talk to me about it or (laughs) be Lauren about it and be like, until that nigga's dust, please just stay away. Is this she really? Lord. That's some shit I would do. <laughs> like, like after a while, because he started, he started a rumor about her or something like that. And she was like, "Look, both y'all hoes can." Did be Brody there. and Lauren used to go together? Yeah. Oh, okay. Look at mm. me figuring it out. I know, right? It's like Sweet Valley High. And then he started dating that raggedy ass Kristen Cavallari. But that's when that show started to become super scripted, and it was terrible. Okay. Well, whoever that is. All right. Well, good luck to y'all. Our last question. Hmm. We have one from an interracial relationship and then one from <laughs> a woman who's... got to suck to be you right now. A one from a woman who is trying to figure out whether she should marry her boyfriend. So, Well, no. Let's do the interracial one. Okay. So, interracial says... This is from Jane, um, who said, I would like to remain anonymous. Bet you would. So... <laughs> it says... Um, this is embarrassing, but I have parents who are racist. I am. A Let's do the other one. Let's do the other one. Let's go ahead and do the so other one. So you're just going to... Fine. I'll click right on over. All right. Educate your parents, though, girl. Cuss them the fuck out. Give them the talking to that they so rightly deserve. I mean, and love your man or woman as fine. best as you can. 
Olivia says, I'm just going to get right into this. My boyfriend and I have been together for six years and he just proposed. I love him so much and our relationship has gone up and down, but we've made it work. We just graduated and I'm about to enter medical school. I've already told him that I don't want to get married until I graduate medical school and have started my career, but this nigga just cannot wait. I love him so much, but I don't know if I'm ready to be married. Not only that, but we've been together since my junior year of high school and I've never been with anybody else. He wants to get married and then move halfway across the country for a job while I'm while I'm in school. And I am just completely confused. What do you guys think I should do? Look, Melanie left John Hopkins for Derwin and it didn't work out for her. So and that was a foolish do, move. John, John fucking Hopkins. Hopkins? Are you insane? I only casually watched the show back then. And when they when I bitch, I wanted to throttle that hoe through the goddamn tube. Excuse you left who for whom? girl all right for the nigga that cheated on your ass with fucking i can't ooh, the game used to be so good it did mm. and then it just yeah, you know, mm, crashed and burned but you in know other places it's all the networks just, you know and they just kind mm-hmm. of die but sure. anyway yeah um i would say uh you really have i don't think that no one should get married if they're not ready to get married. Like yeah. that has to be something that both people are on the same page and ready to do, ready to do it at the same time. I don't think either person should feel pressured into making that type of decision. Um, it sounds like he could tell that you have your shit together though, and he's trying to lock your ass down now. I was before going you to can, say that <laughs> before you can get with somebody. Before else. you become the grand prize. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Trying to like. get with your ass now before you blow the fuck up. Right. Because it looked like. He ain't trying to let the sweepstakes happen. <laughs> right. Yeah, girl. You just got out of undergrad. I'm sure he's trying to lock your ass down and you'll probably be pregnant Make within sure two years. with the prenup. If you have your own dreams and your own goals, I understand being in love. But the person that you love should support those dreams. And if you feel like right now is not the time to get married, then he shouldn't even be pressing you about getting married because it shouldn't yeah. be something that he wants and you don't. Like, it's not if, like you're saying, I don't want to get married right now because I'm too busy smoking crack. Right. It's like, <laughs> it's like you have legit reasons, first of all. And any reason that you have is legit. But I just graduated and I'm only, you know, 23 and I want to go to medical school. Of course, getting married would be a distraction. Of course, moving across the country and then your man has a job. So then he's like taking care of you, which puts you under like depending on his ass while you in school like that's a bunch of bullshit and sounds I sounds like he's feeling a little intimidated by a it strong does, though. sounds like you've got your shit together he knows she's about to be one badass bitch she's gonna be whatever type of doctor it is you studying to be girl I don't know whatever it is and you're even going a lot for. of men who are very um, successful and, and do whatever a lot of times they just don't want for their wives girlfriends or whatever to have like equal footing or earnings they want to be the he man that brings home the bacon and she yeah. makes him pancakes and yeah because if y'all get married and he take you off to the middle of ohio or something and get a job at a factory and your ass is pregnant in six months then that's the end of that that's like that's just the end whatever dreams or whatever you was planning or whatever like that's just at it 23 or whatever. She said she just got out of undergraduate, so I'm assuming oh, okay. she's around. So mid-20s, she's in her, early 20s? Yeah, early to mid-20s, more, more than likely. Either which way it goes, sweetheart, do what the fuck you want to do. Right. If he decides, oh, my God, no, it's too much, and I just, I just can't if you're going to you know, be successful and happy and have a career, 
if he can't, you 23 years old, go ahead and be that goddamn doctor and wait for that nigga right. on the other end of that graduation mm-hmm. to show up for your ass. 23 to get, I mean, at that and he's no. the only one you've ever been with. Y'all been together since junior year of high school. I don't know how y'all do it. Like, shout out to Steph Curry and, and Aisha and their <laughs> whole beautiful batch of kids and stuff. Oh, my God. Me and my first girlfriend were together for almost six years. I hope y'all make it last forever and ever. <laughs> um, you know, and I'm not going to say that. Oh, Steph and Aisha reason. weren't high school sweethearts. I thought that they were. No, they went. College? They're from the original. They're from the same town, but they just. Oh, no, no, no. You said that they. How did they. What's their love story? I think I'll they Google just it. got. I think like they just kind of came back across each other's past again. Like they knew each oh, other. Oh yeah, like they, they were had kids. like they knew each other when they were kids, yeah. and then they met again when they school. were older. Yeah, yes. Maybe six I knew or it was seven something years ago. Romantic. They're adorable either way with their cute little curly. And she looks good as so. shit again. That bitch. First of all, she was still cute, pregnant. She I was mean, like yeah. nine months pregnant, like belly smaller than tiny. mine. But then right then she gave birth to this gorgeous baby who is already a month old. How? And she just looks phenomenal. Just oh, day night on Instagram, just looking. Like Here we are, French baby. Bitch, I you hate know. you. I love her. What? Shout out to Riley. Um. So yeah, I feel like you should just do absolutely what it is that's best for you. you he shouldn't, shouldn't be pressuring you into this at all. It should be the the decision to get married should be a happy one. Like it's something you take seriously. But y'all should be excited, and you should both feel enthusiastic about it. You shouldn't be like, uh, well, I mean, I guess maybe if you really want to, like. Because if the shoe were on the other foot, I would tell you the exact same thing. If you were trying to press him into marrying you or whatever, I would say, um, go ahead and let that nigga feel ready or find somebody else to marry you. Because yeah. you shouldn't get Don't think you never go find somebody. Don't think, oh, well, I've just been with him for so long, so let me just stay with him. Or you're maybe I won't find another doctor. Girl, exactly, girl. You're going to be a fucking doctor. And this is not the only time he's going to have to, like, compromise or do stuff maybe that he doesn't want to do for your benefit. Because after medical school, you have to go wherever your residency right. puts you. Whoever you're with is going to have to deal with the fact that they're not going to have their fucking way Right. Like, and he's going to have to come with patient. you or y'all going to have to deal with it apart. I, I watched my best friend and her husband do this because they both doctors. And I watched them go through that whole process. And, you know, I'm sure it was rough on them and their marriage for the past 10 years. I'm niggas is rich as fuck now but you know them niggas they had to go through you know it's, it's sacrifices that they both had to make for the good of relationship but they had a mutual respect and understanding for each other that i feel like you and your man maybe don't have because he should not be trying to push you into nothing so take care of you first and make sure you keep your own damn goal straight because at the end of the day all you got is you niggas and come and go right. like it's nothing they come in, like it's nothing girl so, all right. all right. I think that wraps up. The, sorry, I started feeling that a little bit. No, no, that, you're right. I just, I just need y'all to understand that these people, because I've been that girl, and you've been together for so long, you just think, man, that is my nigga. Like, we just, people leave. Friendships end. People die. People choose to get up and walk out of your life. Stuff ends all the time. You have to be worried about you. Take care of you. Exactly. All right. Questions to ask the read at gmail.com and we'll be back. This episode of The Read is also brought to you by our friends over at Squarespace. Building a website can be so very difficult, but everybody needs one, whether it's for your personal business or because you're selling loose leaf tea on Instagram now, whatever it may be, you probably need a website. And Squarespace makes it super easy to build one without breaking a sweat. They provide really dope, powerful, beautiful templates for you to work with. And they're part of Squarespace's responsive design. So they scale to look great on any device, whether you're using it on the phone, computer, tablet 
wallet, whatever else you may have. Squarespace is super dope. We use it on thisistherea.com and it's very, very easy to use. That is right. Super easy to use because Lord knows I can't. So all you have to do is start a trial with no credit card required and build your website today. That way you don't have to sell you know, phone cases and waist trainers on Instagram anymore. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure that you use the code READ, that's R-E-A-D, to get your 10% off the first purchase and to show support for the show. So make sure that you go over to Squarespace where you can build it beautiful. And we thank Squarespace so much for their support. Now let's get back to the show. All right, it's time for the read. It is. Do you want me to go first this week? Because I don't really have a real one. I'm just going to talk about how I almost died. Okay. So, I can if you want me to. Sure. So, last week I had, I think I mentioned the tonsillitis in yes, the studio. I think so. And um, the very next day, uh, over the like next 36 hours, that developed into a paratonsillar abscess, which, if you don't know, is very disgusting. And... Some matter had to be drained from my throat and I ended up in the ER a couple of times and I have a whole bunch of fun pills now. And it was like overall a very disgusting and stressful experience. And I just, New York, why does everything have to be so hard? Like, Why does everything have to be so fucking difficult? The ER system in New York City is like, it's a goddamn shit show. It's, it's, it's. Everything wrong with the city. It's like the subway, except right there, and you can't get away, and and there are doctors. But, like, nothing is happening in a manner that seems to make any sense. It's utter and complete chaos. People are flinging shit on the walls. Somebody is cussing out orderlies and texts talking about what they will and won't do and let me get my shit and all this. And it's just... (sighs) I just... I don't understand why things have to be so goddamn hectic with this city and at all times, like no matter what is going on. But I just want to say to the people at city MD, <clears throat> because I mean, there's a lot, I, I, I have a lot of feelings after the past week. Like I thought I was going to die, but to the people at city MD who misdiagnosed me in the first place, and gave me a prescription that was both inaccurate and inadequate and caused me to have to go back and accumulate God only knows how many thousands of in medical bills I'm going to have. I don't even want to think about what's about to come my way. (laughs) I understand doctors aren't perfect. Like I said, I have friends who are doctors and everything y'all do is not going to be like automatically on the nose and you don't always know what's happening and all this other bullshit. But if I come to you and spend my $125 for a copay, all I'm looking for is to feel better. I don't really give a shit about your feelings, young Natasha at the desk. I don't really give a fuck about the doctor or the PA. I don't give a damn how much the test costs to run. I don't give a fuck who has to call in the the fucking referrals and all the other bullshit. I don't give a fuck about any of that. Keep your work bullshit to yourself. 
I don't give a good goddamn. I came here because I can't swallow anymore. I came here because I all I have been able to ingest is a soup made out of popsicles and applesauce for the past two days. I came here because I feel like I'm literally going to die. Like I would just rather give up all my burdens and go home to Jesus right now in this moment because I don't know how else I'm going to make it. I don't give a fuck about your office politics. I don't give a fuck whose turn it is to refill the printer. I don't give a fuck about the hand sanitizer. I don't give a fuck who was supposed to do this and didn't all this back and forth you niggas is arguing and shit i just want to feel better i came here to feel better if i come here on sunday and you tell me to take this medication and then go to the er if i don't feel better and then call me on wednesday and be like oh well if you want to come back in and find out what's wrong that's another 125 dollars nothing about that makes me feel better so you telling me i came in on the first day and spent all my money for no goddamn reason and now you think you know what it is so i need to come back and give you another 125 dollars so you can maybe fuck it up again bitch i'm getting worse why would i come back to your bitch ass if i'm feeling worse you niggas didn't fix it in the first place i don't want to come here and be your guinea pig i don't want you to try to figure it out if it's tonsillitis then this is something very goddamn common it shouldn't be that fucking hard why aren't we getting it together the first time why can't we all just be efficient and make shit happen the way it's supposed to fucking happen the first time if i'm sick i'm here to get better period and the same shit happened so i sat there and dealt with that bullshit at city md these bitches is arguing back and forth about whatever the fuck don't nobody give a fuck whether we should charge her for the strep test or charge her for the mono and who's this and put paying this i don't give a you bitches could line up every goddamn thing you did to me in this office and send me a motherfucking invoice and it would not change the way i feel about the fact that all i want to do is get better fuck your fees i don't give a fuck about insurance i want to feel i'm here because I'm sick I was so sick that I went to Harlem Hospital mm. and everybody in New York just made that noise <clears throat> because Harlem Hospital is legit a place you go when it is life or death like it, and yeah, that's if it's life or death. death and you can't make it nowhere else and you have to be pretty sure you're not gonna make it nowhere else because bitch I would rather you take my ass up to Washington Heights dead ass I'll probably die spending all the time trying to figure out if I can make it to a different hospital or not. my nigga I was so sick that I stumbled my ass into Harlem Hospital where I then spent the next six hours sitting in a waiting room next to everybody's children while God only knows what the fuck happened in the background and ended up coming home with more prescriptions and yet nothing that actually fixed the problem. And when you say this to doctors, they look at you like something's wrong with you. Like I didn't come here for that service. That's what I, that's what I came here. To, I came here to feel better. I didn't come here for y'all to sit here and I understand you have your questions and your tests and all this other bullshit, but bitch, there is an abscess in my throat. There are four milliliters of green and brown pus no. chilling in my fucking throat I right now, girl. When I open my mouth, I can see Keisha Cole right there at the top of my fucking throat she's right there right behind my uvula i see her ass she's in the mirror every time i open my goddamn mouth and you sitting up here talking about fucking naproxen bitch 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 nobody came i don't understand maybe it's because i'm not used to this kind of thing i don't get healthcare in the er i've rarely been to the er and when i have gone it has been genuine emergencies i thought i was going to die trust me trust me 
I would not have taken my ass up to Harlem Hospital that day. If somebody is in the ER and they cannot fucking talk, that is an indication that something needs to be done to treat this person. Stop bullshitting. I don't want to lay down. I don't want you to bring me no fucking blanket. I don't want to sit here and talk to you about my sexual history. Just take the demon out of my throat and make sure it doesn't come back. I just want to fucking feel better. Shout out to the nice white people at the white hospital I had to go to the next night after I left Harlem, left Harlem Hospital for actually sticking a needle down my throat and draining that giant fucking abscess after 48 hours of dealing with other medical professionals who either could not or would not and actually fixing my motherfucking problem because that's all I ask for. I will pay you your money. Send me your bill. I just don't want to feel like this no more. Like that was all I was fucking asking. And it was just... It was like pulling goddamn teeth in this city to get fucking decent ass health care. I've never had an issue where I went to the doctor or the urgent care or the ER and didn't get better. I've never. Who, who the, what? I don't, it's not like I went in with some like crazy viral condition and nobody it wasn't legionnaires or some shit like goddamn. How the fuck? Just please get it together. All right. And that's it. Well, <clears throat> what about you? What's your read about this week? So apparently Target has decided that they will no longer oh, father. be uh, hanging up signs in their stores that differentiate certain items in their departments like toys, uh, bedding, home stuff, entertainment. They're not going to be putting up signs that differentiate them by gender. So there won't be signs that say boys toys, girls toys, girls bedding, boys, you know, whatever. It's just going to say toys, home goods, entertainment, so on and so forth. Apparently, a large group of people are angry about this for different reasons. The first group of people that I'm going to address are people who seem to say they seem they seem to think that removing these signs will somehow make their shopping experience difficult. Okay. To that I just want to say how how sway what so you mean to tell me that if you walk into Target and you say, excuse me, Keisha, can you tell me where uh, the toys are? And she tells you around the back, make a left when you see the blah, blah, blah. And you get back there. You're going to need a sign up that tells you the difference between the aisle with Polly Pocket and Barbie and the aisle with Hot Wheels and Godzilla. Like, are you... What is wrong with you? Are you that inept that you can't go into a motherfucking like I'm so sure that if you have it in your heart or on your spirit or shopping list to go down to Target and buy a comforter with lilacs and fucking lavender and, and, and dandelions and shit on it, that 
you're going to go down there and you'll see it in bedding. Like walk down the aisle, use your eyes, use, you know, questions, feel around there. I'm sure you'll find what you're looking for. And I really don't think that it's going to be some kind of Lord of the Rings ass, Shadow of Mordor ass fucking journey that's going to take you three years. Oh, God. How? How am I ever going to find a strawberry shortcake now that they've taken down the signs that say girls toys? How on earth will I ever be able to find Billy, his fucking Iron Man toy with this fucking boy's toy sign is missing? Oh, God. I walk down the aisle and all I see here is Polly Pockets. Where is the Iron Man? Are you stupid? What are you fucking talking about? Now, another group of people who have a problem with this, um, their reasons are probably the same reasons as the first people. They just didn't make an excuse. And that is that they feel as though Target um, is is forcing a homosexual uh, lifestyle or agenda on society and that they shouldn't um, desegregate the toys because somehow that will affect the sexuality of their children. I know that we've talked about this on the show before, but I'm just going to reiterate it. Maybe you're new. Maybe you didn't hear that part or whatever the fuck. But I just want to remind you dumb ass bitches that it doesn't fucking matter what color crayons your kid uses, what color blanket or sippy cup they have, what toys they choose to play with. That is not going to affect their sexuality. If your son wants a Malibu Barbie... He may, it may already be there, girl, may or may not. He may just really fucking fuck with Barbie. Like if your daughter wants a fucking, I don't know, what did the kids, Bob the Builder, Ben 10, I don't, uh, the Avengers, whatever. If she wants the Hulk smash gloves instead of a pretty princess dress, doesn't mean that she's going to be out here munching box in 20 years. It just means that maybe she wants what the fuck she goes off for when she goes in Twitter. Kids are kids. The problem is y'all. It isn't the children. It's the problem is that you can... People continue to force these ideas or archetypes on to children and they make the these kids feel like because you're a girl you should play with this or your bedroom should look like this this is what you should be interested in because you're a boy this is what you should play with and this is what you should be interested in and if it doesn't go that way then somehow you're going to be walking sex siren in the latex ball are you stupid like it doesn't even fucking matter what you buy your kids or don't buy their kids. If they're going to be gay, they're going to be gay. If they're going to be straight, they're going to be straight. If they're going to be trans or bi or whatever the fuck in between, that's just going to happen. You telling them, hell fuck no, I'm not going to get you brats and all her fucking cousins is not going to change the sexuality of your child. They are who they were when they were created. Boom. That's it. So all of you forcing kids to feel like they should behave a certain way or have a certain type of things. Kids don't give a fuck. Kids ain't even looking for the signs when they run into Target. They're just running to the back because every goddamn Target is built the same and they know the toys are back there and that's where they want. They don't give a fuck. They're not looking for no signs. They're going to run back there and pick up the first three things that they live for. That may be pink, it may be blue, it may be black, it may be orange, it may be purple. Who fucking cares? Let your kids be kids and stop pushing your ignorance on them because that's how they end up growing up and being fucking homophobic, being racist, 
racist, mm-hmm. being misogynistic, and then ruining our goddamn world and telling us to pay our taxes anyway. Fuck that. Let your kids play with whatever the fuck they want to. The kid, them damn toys ain't for you. And a homosexual agenda, bitch. Maybe Target is taking down the signs because they know full goddamn well that your badass kids are going to run in there and mix the fucking toys up anyway. When the fuck you walk into a Target and seeing shit be in order? The toys are always mixed up because your kids go in there and do that shit. So while you worried about what toys are going to be playing with or what their motherfucking blankets look like because you don't want them to grow up and be gay. You need to make sure that they're not touching shit or looking at things the way that my mama and your mama did when we were kids in the goddamn toy store. And for your fucking information, every child deserves an easy bake oven. All of them. Every last one. If you want one, I say have one. Do you know how heartbreaking it is as a child <laughs> to want a fucking easy bake oven? Are you kidding? That ain't got nothing to do with sexuality. You mean to tell me that I can be this guy? I can be eight years old and prepare my own goddamn cookies and cakes and pies and shit? Mm-hmm. I can make my own dessert in a matter of minutes, bitch, in my bedroom? Sign me the fuck up. Are you stupid? I can't have that because I'm a nigga. So niggas can't eat cookies? Are you stupid? I was just talking about this other day. How like my daddy would beat my brother for picking up one of my dolls. Like it would make him gay to touch a doll. I walked into, I remember when I was like, I don't even remember how old I was. Six, seven, eight or something. I remember being a kid being in Toys R Us and my mama told me that I could have something and that was rare rare because I think we were at Toys R Us to buy a gift for somebody else's birthday or something and my mom was like yeah sure you can go get something and I either wanted like that oven or maybe Polly Pocket I know it was something that was a girl's toy Mm -hmm. Polly to me was a boss this bitch (laughs) has her own home and ecosystem inside of this fucking fist sized compact like are you crazy that bitch was living large i wanted to know more about that bitch and i mean yes i'm gay but i didn't get the shit no way and here i am i had a poly pocket and it didn't make me straight so So what the like stop being so goddamn ignorant it has nothing to do with children children just want to have fun and exercise their imaginations guess what half the time you can buy these kids go-karts and all kinds of shit and they're gonna hop into the damn cardboard box and turn that shit into a spaceship they don't give a fuck they're not thinking like you you bitches are the ones for agreements read it you are the ones <laughs> who keep shitting on their like minds and making them feel like they have to be one type of person bitch you probably played with nothing but but fuck baseball mitts and gi joes and look at you can't pay a goddamn child support <laughs> look at you ain't shit and you worried about what the fuck your damn child is supposed to be playing with you ain't have nothing but Barbie dolls and dream houses and dream cars and shit. Look at you. Look at you. Struggling to get that damn child support. Look at you. And you worried about what the fuck your baby. Let your motherfucking baby play with whatever the fuck they want to. Maybe they'll be president, bitch. What the fuck is wrong with you? I hate you dumb, small-minded bitches. Pushing your fucking... It's, it's like, at this point, it's almost starting to feel like some Christians just fear acceptance. Because you can preach the word of God and still be accepting and still mind your business. Because guess what? There are scriptures that talk about all of those things. But you would rather 
push your own hate and intolerance because it makes you feel better about you, Monice. <laughs> All you bitches. I'm so tired of you motherfuckers. Meanwhile, mm. your kids like royalty looking at all you bitches sideways and crazy because their mind is open and it's free. And they are they don't have the concept of holding back shade because you bitches are stupid. Did you see that video, that of, video royalty of royalty trying to jig in that car seat? And, then, and the moment yes. that that random nigga's face <laughs> so came like, into frame, she was like, oh, so you thought we were performing together? So, I mean, bitch, it was clearly a solo. You I thought this was my daddy's rehearsal? Turned up all by myself. And I don't. here you go. Even know you. She's so sick of it. Dance by yourself, bitch. That's what we're <laughs> That's what she was looking like. She looked so away like. So you just going Jig alone, motherfucker. That's what she <laughs> Like. Royalty's over it. It's all you and even us. Like, we grow up. We have all of these responsibilities and things that weigh us down and all of these stupid things that were taught to us and feel like we have to go and reflect that same shit on children when all kids want to do is have fun. That's it. They go outside in the backyard. You may just see some grass and to them, they see the fucking rainforest. Mm-hmm. Let them do it. Let them have fun. Who are you to tell them? Or at the very God, you can buy whatever the fuck you want to for your kids. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. Buy whatever. Raise your kids how you choose to raise your children. I'm not by any means telling anybody how to raise their kids because I'm just glad that I don't have any. But for you to say that there's something wrong with Target taking down a sign that says girls toys and boys toys and just having toys, you're a fucking idiot. It's not going to make your shopping experience harder. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, it's not like mm-hmm. they said, oh my God, we're going to build a shrine where Dora the Explorer and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles can can get together and they can talk about, you know, gender equality. <laughs> Y'all are so stupid. And if you actually read the Target release, they were like, we're keeping it in places where it matters. Like, if we say women's cut clothing, that's an important distinction, you know. So we'll say women's, you know, blouse. It's like but they it's acted, a fucking toy. Anybody can play with it. They're going to say they're going to jumble all the shit up and then, like, <laughs> throw different colors and, and put blankets on them with question marks and say, go, just find what you're looking for. Good luck. <laughs> It's not a fucking scavenger hunt, girl. Like, it's little tiny things that they do that, it, like this, that they put in place that push uh, acceptance. Mm-hmm. And that's important, whether regardless of what your religious background is or what your belief is in this country at the very least I think it is important that we remember that we should be accepting of people who aren't doing anything who aren't hurting anybody and what the fuck does homosexuality even have to do with this it ain't even got to do it has nothing sexuality ain't got nothing to do with this all they're saying is girl it doesn't even make sense for us to say girls beddings and boys beddings it does. It's unnecessary. Buy whatever the fuck your heart is. But as far as they're concerned, they target is putting up pictures of Caitlyn all over and just being like, well, deal with it. Deal with it. Like, then bitch, why don't you go on to a good old girl that I called Madam Amazon <laughs> and you can put in girls blank, boys blank, and they will ship it directly to your humble motherfucking abode. You don't have to go to Target ever again since you're that goddamn stupid. And while I'm still on the topic of saying shit that we've said before, I just want to reiterate to something something to these white folk. Oh, Lord. Telling us that the only way to end racism is to stop talking about it. Please, 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 if you don't do anything else today, if that's how you feel, grab... I was going to tell them to kill themselves. Okay. I can't do that. No. All right. Um, no, don't tell them to kill themselves. <sighs> telling me that racism will end when we stop discussing it is like telling me 
It's like lighting me on fire. Mm-hmm. And then I'm saying, oh, my God. Oh, my God, I'm burning. I'm, I'm, I'm dying. <laughs> Somebody help. And you're saying, shh, just stop talking about it and it'll end. Yes, it will end. But by that time, I'll be dead, girl. <laughs> exactly. Are you stupid? Exactly. It will certainly end right after all of my flesh and bones have burned <laughs> down to nothing. And I'm sitting, I'm just in a pile of ash in the middle of the floor and you're comfortable. And then it'll be over and you'll feel better. <laughs> like, I go people. find a plastic bag, <laughs> put it over your head and think about it. That's what I was going to say. Mm, mm. And I said it. Okay. And I meant it. How dare you? If a lion walked into this bitch right now oh, and Lord. said, mm-mm, nigga. Me looking at you and being like, oh, I don't know what the fuck's going on. That's not going to stop that bitch from eating us. What the fuck? White excuses. And I've, it, oh, God, the white excuses. Talking about racism is the only thing that is probably going to help us. You bitches don't want to fucking talk about racism because the shit makes your motherfucking ass uncomfortable. The only And there's so much going on. Like, child. The so only much. way that racism <laughs> will end is if we continue to talk about it and you bitches listen. That's the problem. It isn't that yep. we keep talking about it. It's that we keep talking about it and you act like you bitches can't hear. So you sit somewhere with that. Ain't nobody gonna stop talking about racism. How the fuck do how the fuck can you oppress a people and then tell those people the only way for you to stop oppressing them is for them to stop talking about it? That makes no sense. None. There is not a single part of that that is logical. And maybe you feel like it is because you never bought a slave or, you know, you gave back to the United Negro College Fund or whatever the fuck. Maybe you personally feel like that's the end of it. But, sweet girl, it's not going to stop the system that was built in this country to serve you and not us. And we ain't going to stop talking about it, bitch. So why don't you start talking about it? Tap your white-ass neighbor and talk about <laughs> it to their motherfucking ass. Pass it down like telephone in kindergarten. And hopefully when it gets to the end, it'll be the same shit that we were talking about. And I also want to say, oh, black people, that you me. can recognize that Donald Trump tried the fuck out of Megyn Kelly even if she ain't shit. Now, I don't know enough about that white woman. Oh, that's the bitch. Oh, no, because see, she was going to be my read this week, and I decided not to even work myself up You like can that. still acknowledge that the shit that that man said was heinous. I don't give a fuck about... I watched... I actually watched the Republican candidate. Uh, the, the You watched the debate. the debate? I watched it. Shut up. It was like a window into hell. I could only take the first 25 minutes. I watched the whole thing. It was actually hilarious. It was... They're running for president. I know. And it's like, terrifying. And they're serious. Like, they're running. Those people are it's literally terrifying. running for president. Like, but it was not also really funny because they're so dumb. Like, a, they're, like, they're, like, dumb. And it was like, wow, like, this is really politics. Like, they're all professional liars. They all know how to, like, dodge the point. And the whole yeah. entire thing was, like, each one of these men up here carving out answers that suit them and then mm -hmm. bickering back and forth and megan not megan uh donald trump talking about you know <sighs> women bitch. and and periods and stuff i just want i just want for satan to be like yo my nigga trump let me holler at you for a second and just drag him to hell 
forever. <laughs> Not even, let me holler at you forever. Yeah, just for... Just take him. He serves no purpose. Like I mean, just, he did say something terrible, but it's gonna be fuck Megan Kelly. Oh no, for ever, ever, for that's ever. fine. But what I'm saying is, I don't because mm. she's the one. Like that's if he 14. had said that about Kim Kardashian, I would still be like, well, girl, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's Kim Kardashian, but at the same time, that's a horrible thing to say about a woman, and the fact it's not right that you as a white ass man feel like you can just say shit like that and then be like oh well you know we just say things and we just have fun and we just laugh and we did it and he's leading like yeah leading white people that love is, that well, shit. that's the terrifying part. they love it they love it they don't even give a fuck but megan kelly said that 14 year old girl at the pool in mckinney she's the one who was like oh well she wasn't they're no republicans so F- ben ben carson was up there getting hand claps ben from people fucking carson. well because well uh, Ben fucking Carson. Oh, my God. Ben Carson was that bitch that was, like, doing real well in chemistry, and nobody fucked with him, and so now he hates niggas because they all, like, knew how to break dance, Yeah, and he didn't. He's one of them ones who, He's the same one who said that um, homosexuality is a choice because look how many people go into jail and come out gay. Dr. Ben Carson. And Neurosurgeon. Dr. Ben Carson. Just dumb as every motherfucker. That's what I'm saying. In the end, it was hilarious. But at first, I was just like, I don't even know how to. It felt like, it felt like my TV was literally like a portal. It looked like a window. I think that's what hell. So, are you going to be getting into the election and stuff? Because yeah, it's very important. I think that that was again probably the only reason I watched it too. Because I'm like. One of these motherfuckers is going to be running against the person oh I'm voting God. for. So, like, I, don't, I, don't I need to know who that is. I need to know is. just how bad it's going to be. I wanted to see who all of these fucking faces are and get my hate in the right places. There's so no way Donald Trump is going to be president of it's, America. He's not. I don't even think it cannot happen. He's not even going to be the. the he's repl- not going to get the nomination. He's going to not at all because. We will have to stop taking the Republican Party seriously if you that's the case. Have to. Like y'all are officially a joke if Donald Trump gets the nomination and y'all know that. That is a goddamn he has never held office. He has he, all he has Yo, done is ruined businesses. They said they said, "Oh, governor blank, senator blank, businessman." <laughs> Trump. Yeah. Like what? Who are you? Why are you here? He's a joke. But anyway. Yeah, it was a hot ass mess. But I'm I still feel okay. like it's important to recognize that like I'm not by any means saying that we should hold Megan Kelly's hands because that bitch could, you know, chew glass for all I care. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't think that we should ignore things like that just because we don't like the person. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, no, like, that's true. Like, it was still fucked up. I wouldn't say, oh my God, Megan Kelly, I'm here for you if you need me. What I'm going to say is, bitch, you can't go around talking about people are bleeding from their vaginas and stuff because they said some shit that you didn't like, you old shit wig wearing ass bitch. Oh, but that's what Salon tried to get us to do. Did you see that article talking about no matter how you feel about Megan Kelly, it's time to stand up and defend her honor or some shit? Beat it. Bitch, no, the fuck it's not. I did what I wanted to do, which was acknowledge that Donald Trump ain't shit and he shouldn't be saying that type of shit. And I was re- I was surprised when she asked him that about like the about the comments he makes about women. He was, oh, you know, what we say, what we say is in good. No, what he said was, bitch. She said, he said, oh my god, we gotta have a political so segment shocked. on the show now. She asked him about like the horrible things he says about women, and he was like, only Rosie O'Donnell. That's that like, was the first thing. It's only Rosie. Like, so, 
but that's a person. And then it was like, oh, you know, we we have fun and we just we say things and we and we have a good time. And then it'll be like Donald Trump says that Whoopi Goldberg's titties are saggy and that bitch needs to shut the fuck up and suck dick. <laughs> like, like, and, and then say, and then oh, it's like, everybody's oh, just mad because I'm not just politically correct. We're right. just having fun. I'm so tired of that anyway. Whatever, I'm finished. He's garbage. So, but that wraps up another episode of The Read. Make sure you check out thisistheread.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at This Is The Read for show updates and other fun things of that nature and so on and such as. We have some live shows coming up. Um, and I think Seattle just sold out. So thank you so much, Seattle. Tickets still available for Charlotte and St. Louis at thereadlive.com. Everybody else, we will see you guys in the next few months. And what else, Kiviri? I have a fun piece of news that somebody sent to my inbox today. What um, is that? There is a student at UC Berkeley who wrote his senior thesis on the read, his professor. I'm um, not ready for that. So instead, <laughs> I'll just say he that. wrote his senior thesis on the read and it's published right now on the UC Berkeley website and he earned an A, <laughs> which is unbelievable. Um, so shout out to Alexander Lee Thomas, graduate of UC Berkeley, and I can't wait to read your thesis and uh, we are very honored. So thank you. That's crazy. My God. Wow. Woo. So Just hits weird. you right in the feels. Okay. Um, this 30th, this August 30th, we'll be having part two to 305 live. That's all the way live. If you um, are interested, first of all, shout out to everybody who came out to the last one and made it like one of the best parties I've, you know, ever it was fun been times. to. No, I'm not trying to gas myself, but it was just, like, <laughs> it sounded kind of like stank. But Low no, like, key, my party was everything. No, 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 no. Like it was what I wanted it to be, which was just like fun, no judgment and like a really good time. Mm-hmm. And so thank you so much for everybody. That was awesome. And I hope to see you at the next one. Um, that's August 30th. If you want tickets, I think you go to adwlive.com um, and they'll be there. So check it out. And I think that's it. Okay. Yeah, I think that's it for me too. Do we have an acronym this week or not? Nah? Nope. All right. So we will see y'all next week. All right. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to... Maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health. Or I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five mile radius. 
I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash READ. Let them know Kifiri and Crystal sent you.